Okay, guys, very special episode. Again, as always, you know, we love real estate. We love social media. And today is the real estate episode with this good looking guy. And they all look at the backdrop. Like I thought, I thought for a second that was a green screen, but like, I know it's not. So I love that, you know, the books, the, the, it, it's awesome, inspiring, man. So first of all, for the people, again, who are not familiar with Andrew, I'm just going to read some a little bit of bio about him. So again, in front of you is Andrew Adam. He's Keller Williams Realty um, real estate agent. And he's basically an apartment owner and professional property manager turned real estate agent. And as he mentioned, he loves helping investors to build their rental property portfolios. So very impressive. So again, first of all, I just want to thank you again for being here on the show and spending this quality time with us. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, thank you for the invite. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you. So again, uh, I love the vibe. I love the books. So first of all, maybe you can explain, kind of take us a little bit through, through your journey. How did you end up being involved into real estate business? Yeah, so um, in 2012, read a couple of these Rich Dad Poor Dad books uh, and just got obsessed with the idea of the first house being a, a, um, a rental property. So we got a duplex, we rented out the bigger half, and my wife and I lived in the smaller half. And uh, yeah, that was eight years ago. And now we have 23 rental units and are uh, under contract for another 14, which would put us at 37 once we close. Um, yeah, so uh, just kind of um, addicted to um, buying rental properties and also helping other people with my full-time job uh, getting into the space. So That is good. That is a good thing to be addicted to, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. There's, there's worse choices, you know, in the market. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. like, for the, for the audience, because, again, like, you do the – because there's kind of two things that you do, as you mentioned, like you have a multifamily property. So, again, congrats mm -hmm. of, like, building your own portfolio and achieving what you achieve currently. And I'm sure, mm -hmm. you know, if we would connect, you know, next year, which I hope we're going to do and the yeah. next year and the next year, I mean, your portfolio is going to get bigger. I'm, I'm sure of that because yep. I mean, the books and the way you handle <laughs> yourself is just, you know, all that energy has to go somewhere. Right. Yeah, exactly. So maybe you can tell the people like, how did you find like yourself? Cause I know like everybody's pitching the rich that poor that great book, mm -hmm. phenomenal. If you didn't read it, go and grab it. But like, what was about real estate that made you like, I need to go and get involved into this business? Yeah. So um, kind of a weird thing about me is I struggle with talking with people about sports and cars. I actually like uh, zoos. I went to college to become a zookeeper. Um, so that's kind of fun. But the thing with uh, a job that doesn't pay too well, and when your weekends are Tuesdays and Thursdays, you don't have time or money to do anything else. Um, so that's why I really got it, um, into the um, quote unquote passive uh, investing where the, the tenants rent is helping me make money by paying for uh, the rent and then how that can build not only wealth, but cash flow and then frees up some time uh, to where I can work for myself as an agent. And then now I actually have time to go to different zoos across the United States with my wife. Um, and uh, there's actually, there's 385 zoos ish in the United States. And my wife and I have been wow. to about 41. So it's our bucket list. So that's kind of part of my why is uh, um, real estate is uh, the fuel, you know, to, to build the wealth so that I can, you know, help build zoo exhibits um, at my local zoo and stuff. So that is cool. That is very interesting zoo exhibit. So how is that going to look like? Yeah, so my wife and I um, gave, uh, I think it was a thousand or two thousand to the last bear exhibit. So our names on the plaque. Um, and then, you know, in 20 years, when I'm 
really big, then I can donate a big chunk and have them build a specific building or something like that. So, yeah. So, so what, what about that? Because I do understand, you know, there's a certain species that might go extinct. Like, but what, what, what did, did it attract you? Like, what, since you were a like, child, like, what, why Zeus in particular? Yeah. Yeah, so I've always um, had a bunch of uh, reptiles and snakes. Um, I used to work at the Omaha Zoo with the alligators um, when I was in college. Wow. And uh, so I just really enjoy that. Um, it's uh, really, really um, rewarding. Um, but I found that that can actually be a little bit of a, of a hobby and side passion. And then the real estate can kind of help feed that then. So, yeah. That, that is awesome. You know, I, I know like some of the people, again, you know, people are thinking now oh, why is he not telling us the story this is the interesting part we want to hear it more you know like don't give us the short answers that's exactly <laughs> what people are thinking believe me i'm one of them because you, you know like i would love to hear more again you know like because i think it's very important because at the end of the day like everybody wants to be a successful professional in any space let's say real estate and that's why people tuned yep. in because of the title in the youtube and mm -hmm. the cover they were like man i need to go and see the successful real estate professional but, you know, I think it's very important at the end of the day mm -hmm. to give back whatever that might be. Because, again, there's a lot of, you know, bad things happening in the world. And, like, to solve these problems, we need money, right? So maybe you can explain, like, people, how yeah. is that important, important to build wealth and then, you know, give a portion to that and just help a lot of people? Yeah. So when I actually left college, um, because of some family stuff, I actually didn't plan on having any student loans, but then I ended up with, um, my wife and I had about $66,000 in student loans. And so, um, I was thinking, okay, I can complain about it for the next 20 years, um, or I can do something about it. So my wife and I both had second jobs and paid off all of our student loans in about two, two and a half years. And then we just kept snowballing those payments into a fourplex and then kept going from there. And, um, then I started noticing as we were living off of just her income, um, it, it gave us a little bit more freedom, you know, like um, I don't have to just eat ramen anymore. I can, you know, we can go out to eat every once in a while. And, uh, you know, we just got, you know, Netflix and, you know, little splurges here and there. And so, um, you know, it's, it's nice for the lifestyle to kind of get rewarded so I don't burn out. But then, you know, it, it makes the wife a little happy to see the net worth uh, climbing. She's an accountant. And then um, also it's fun just to, go to the zoo fundraiser every year and, you know, write a, write a check, whatever we can do that year. And um, it's just really fun to kind of help out that way. Yeah, that is beautiful. And, you know, definitely having a wife who, who's an accountant, you know, makes, makes the situation even better, <laughs> you know, tracking exactly always on the numbers. Like today we did this yep. every day tracking them. That is awesome. That is beautiful. So, you know, mm -hmm. like what would you recommend for people again, being a real estate agent, working for this great company, mm -hmm. like it's a very well-known company, and mm -hmm. being yep. uh, like multifamily investor, like for the people who mm -hmm. are watching right now, what do you recommend? Like what path should they take? Yeah. So I don't, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't actually think that um, the first deal has to be like a home run because sometimes people, you know, they want a 10 cap, they want a ton of profit and put no work into it. Um, and have someone else manage it on day one. And that's not how I started. You know, I, uh, I had to put in some work and uh, yeah, I um, lived in it, which is a little bit of a sacrifice, uh, but then I only had to put three and a half percent down. And so I think getting in it and starting small, then once that, um, then you have two years experience, then you can leverage that equity and experience into the next one. And then you can just build from there. You know, I've been in it eight years and now I'm at 23 units, um, hopefully 37 by the end of the year. You know, like to me, that's a little slow. You know, I hear someone else got a hundred units in the first year or something. And to me, I don't think that's super realistic. Um, 
And so what I help my clients do is find something um, in their budget that they can get. And, you know, as the, the house is appreciating, the debt is being paid down, and then they're able to leverage at low interest uh, rates, then uh, if the rent is covering the mortgage, you know, then they're usually sitting in a pretty good spot. So, um, yeah, I, I usually try to help my clients run numbers on deals because that's always fun. So, yeah. yep. Yeah. So what, what do you think, you know, a house hacking, is that an option? Because that's what, that's what you did on your first deal, right, with wife? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's my favorite way. Um, a lot of my clients will get, uh, you know, a duplex or a fourplex, and they'll live in one unit and rent out the other ones. And, uh, yeah, I mean, 3 to 5% down, that's really awesome uh, versus having to put the full 25% down. So Got it. So what would you recommend for people to go and, you know, try to syndicate any deals from a get-go or – yeah, um, I don't want to um, uh, go against that necessarily, but um, one thing, I went to quite a few of those conferences. I think I went to like six of them, um, different um, speakers and stuff, some of the, the books, and I guess what was a slight turnoff was I met people that only had a year of experience, and so they really hadn't um, even gone through like a winter or a wet season or anything, and, uh, and they were syndicating a deal. They were taking $3 million of other people's money and they were managing the manager, but they didn't have any experience. And so that kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. And so right now, actually, um, I did partner with someone on a, a sevenplex in my town, um, but we just, you know, did, um, you know, partners in an LLC. So it wasn't a full syndication. Um, so I, I'm looking at a lot of deals under 24 units that um, people can either partner on or buy themselves. And uh, then you don't have... Uh, I guess the the scale, but also um, kind of the complications that go with SEC regulations and accredited investors and, and that type of thing. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. The syndication, there's a lot of moving pieces. So what, what do you mean about, you know, yeah. you said that, that you, some of the syndicators, again, we're going to, we're not, we're not going to mention the names, but you know, you mentioned they no. don't have an experience. Yeah, yeah. So what, what are you saying? Like what was missing there? Like, did it, they didn't do the footwork? Like what was going on? Yeah, so not the person on stage or who wrote the book, but the people yeah. in the audience that were with me, there yeah. was seven people in my same row, and they're all like, I ha haven't bought a first rental property, but I want to syndicate. And so it just seemed like, I guess, everybody wants to syndicate, but so many people don't have any uh, or much experience with it. And, you know, I, there's definitely some really good syndicators out there, and I've networked with them and are friends with them on Facebook and everything. Um, but it just, um, it was kind of like a, a warning line to me of, Hey, there's, I'm meeting hundreds of people that are very green wanting to syndicate. And I'm like, well, why can't they just go get an aplex and you know, that type of thing. So. Yeah. 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 When you mentioned green, yeah. I just raised my hand. Remember I told you I'm a, I'm <laughs> sure, a green. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so guys, I hope you're going to get, you know, you know, a little bit into, into the red after we, after this interview, cause you like, you want to be hot, you want to be hot and you want to go places and mm -hmm. just stuff. So what do you yeah. think would be kind of, you know, common traits, you know, for a successful, real estate investor like what what are we looking for yeah so um i do think that you um you know i when i paid off my student loans i had to be kind of in that dave ramsey mentality but then i kind of had to go a little bit more um rich dad poor dad mentality because i have over a million dollars of real estate debt right now you know it's yeah. uh <laughs> i don't bad have any student loans bad. or bad debt but you have to be okay with the good debt and i'm trying to get another million more right now and um you know, so eventually I will probably cap out and have to syndicate um, and, and partner with more people and stuff. Um, but just getting used to the, the debt. And I think that takes a certain personality. Um, some people are very risk averse, debt averse. Uh, I kind of had to 
take my wife in baby steps, um, you know, from, okay, well, just one rental unit, just four more, just, you know, a couple more fourplexes. And so, um, yeah, like getting the wife on board was a really big piece. And then, um, yeah, so I think also sales is obviously a, a good thing. But if, if people are, I've met, um, I have a few friends that will probably be better to get into syndication. They don't want to do that maintenance. They're very risk averse. They want to write a check and get a return. And that's totally cool. I'm just a little bit more hands-on. I'm a little bit more of a want more control. So I'm self-managing everything. Um, but yeah, for those people that um, uh, want to invest, um, I am very much that real estate is uh, is the way. I'm not super into um, the stock market. You know, a, a virus makes a stock drop 30%. Like I've never lost that much in real estate. You know, it's always, you know, very slowly but steady going up. So um, I think everybody should invest in real estate. And uh, so whether it's, you know, on the passive or active or just living in your own home and leveraging, um, I am uh, for my kid's college fund, do a HELOC. I, everything is real estate. So yeah, 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 it's definitely, you know, like if you go on Instagram or Facebook or like just Google real estate, you're going to real estate quotes, you're going to find so many good yep. quotes, you know, real estate yep. landlords yep. slip, like get rich while they sleep. I mean, it's it's like yep. it's the truth, you know, like there are so many investments now, particularly like what's going on now with the <coughs> Corona, you know, right now, mm -hmm. everybody's like freaking <laughs> out, like, oh, my yep. God. Oh my God, what's going on? And you know, it's, it's crazy. Like, and the markets are just dropping and again, everybody's waiting for a downturn. So kind of everything is just in place for, for things just to go down from here. So what do you think, like yep. how people yep. should, you know, position themselves. And again, this is for kind of for new people who are looking to get involved. What do you mm -hmm. think could be, could be there a timing issue for them? Because again, if they're not aware about where market is going, they might, like make some crucial mistakes or if they're aware about what's going on, should they wait it out? Or should they start investing now? Sure. Well, I can't really comment on the stock market, but as far as the real estate market, I think yeah. that it's very, very local. And I think that everybody, um, whether they're going to be passive or very hands-on flipping themselves, then um, getting to know your local market is huge from uh, meeting an agent, getting um, deals from the MLS, uh, taking wholesalers out to eat, meeting bankers to see what you get qualified for. Reading is actually, I think, a big piece of the deal because when I have a conversation with someone and they don't know the vocab, I can actually mentally put them in a certain bracket as far as like, yeah. they can maybe do a duplex, but this is not a 12plex person because they don't know the vocabulary. They don't know the right questions to ask. But I think anybody could start with a, um, a duplex. And I think that's a, an awesome way to start or fourplex if you can leverage a little bit more. And um, yeah, so I just think uh, education and really learning your market. I mean, I have a number of years to where I can um, know what a, a apartment should rent for. Um, and then if it's under rent, then I know that's an opportunity. Well, that's kind of agent's job. So if you get to uh, know property managers and real estate agents and also bankers, I think those three people can really be the crucial parts of your team. And then they can help you find contractors and, and kind of go from there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the team, the team, everybody knows the team yeah. is like together, everybody achieves more. <laughs> so it's, it's definitely like a real estate cr crucial part. Like you cannot go anywhere yeah. without it in business in general, whatever business you have, if you want to have a business, mm -hmm. not to be a solopreneur or the entrepreneur, you have to like, you mm -hmm. have to have a team. So yeah, you mentioned one thing yeah. that again, relates to all the books that you have in the background. Again, like I love them, man. I love them. I wish mm -hmm. I would, you know, have something like I just have a few books on relaying. I kind of feel ashamed right now. But there you go. You, you know, Yo. what, do you, what do you think? Like, again, we, we're going to talk about the books. But first of all, the mentors, 
you know, like how mm -hmm. is that should play in, in a beginner's beginner, you know, uh, beginner person, you know, real estate game. Like is, is that should be like at the beginning stage or when they get involved, they got a few properties. Like wh when does the, you know, real estate mentor comes in into the, into the play? Yeah. So I've never personally, um, I guess paid a person to, you know, be on coaching calls with me. So I don't have a coach or mentor that I pay, but I've had, um, you know, people that I go to to answer questions, you know, a specific commercial banker um, or commercial um, agent. And now I am an agent. So then I have people above me that have more experience. Um, I just have a couple people in my local market that um, I can go to and they can say, well, have you thought about this? And maybe I'll buy them a beer. We'll develop a friendship and uh, they can kind of uh, make me question my own assumptions, which is really good. And uh, yeah, so I find that a little bit more organic and um, a little bit easier on the pocketbook as well, um, that I do have people on my team that have that mentor coach role, but that they, um, you know, I guess I don't write them a check necessarily. I pay for their meal or give them a transaction type of thing, so. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense because, you, you know, probably you guys who are watching this and you probably looked for the mentor for that option before. There's, mm -hmm. I mean, there's different, like I spoke with the people, they do like $75 an hour to six figures, like for a month or whatever that might be. Mm -hmm. So, you, you know, there's, yeah. but, you know, you got sometimes you, you just betting. Again, you have to do your own due diligence before you dive in and just see. Because yep. now we live in the, you know, in this age, like, you know, everything is available, all the access, like <laughs> yeah. you want to get, you, you can go and do due diligence and see basically where you're, when, when your mentor was born, where he was born and like all the information yeah. is there, you know, so, so what do you think about, mm -hmm. again, the books, the second thing, because again, maybe, you know, person who's watching, he's thinking like, maybe, look, I don't have a six figures, you know, all that money is going to real estate, but I can scrape a mm -hmm. few dollars in my pocket and go and grab like three business, real estate, personal development books. So what those yep. three, I don't know how many thousands of books you have in there, but just three <laughs> books that you would recommend. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I love the Rich Dad Poor Dad books as far as the mental shift. Um, and uh, gosh, uh, a lot of um, kind of real estate books in general, as I got into the uh, apartment space, then I geared more towards reading. I have some syndication books, um, some partnering books. Um, personal finance, you know, I mentioned Dave Ramsey before, I do, um, you know, I, I, I think debt is uh, necessarily is good, but I do think you have to have your personal house in order, because if you make six figures, and you can't save, and then you keep making more, um, you know, I live on just my wife's income and invest everything else, so I think personal finance, so I have a whole couple shelves of personal finance books, um, and then uh, kind of all the rich dad, poor dad books, and um, uh, you know, think and grow rich and, um, richest man in Babylon, all those things where it's essentially save, invest and, um, network with other people and everything. So. Got it. Got it. Great, man. Again, I just love these. I just love these look great. You know, I maybe I should get a green screen and just pretend that I read this much of a books, you know, <laughs> you know, that, that there is, that, is, that yep. is awesome. So again, having two shelves of finance books, maybe again, you can see like, the common again traits and the mistakes that people make with their finances that will stop them from investing. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And actually maybe it's kind of a contrary idea, but um, I listen to a lot of podcasts as well, uh, like two times speed. So I can listen to 40 hours and 20 hours type of thing. Yep. But um, one thing in the personal finance space is I, is it seems like the generic answer is okay. And then put everything in your retirement account. And um, 
I don't want to have to not be able to touch my my nest egg until I'm 60. You know, I'm only 30, and uh, I, that's a long time. And I want to. Uh, so everything I invest is into real estate. Um, so I I don't necessarily use the retirement vehicles because I want to um, you know uh, be hands on and 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 use it in the re, um, you know in just the real estate space. So. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think people, people should say like, what, what is the strategy that you follow yourself personally? Is that like a 70, 30, like how much do you put like money on investment? Are you like, are you very frugal with money? Like how do, how do you operate? Yeah. Because again, the wife helps. Yeah. I, know that, I used but... to be, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to, I used to be more frugal. Uh, my lifestyle slowly crept up. Um, but uh, I still invest uh, as much as I can. Since I'm commissioned, it's actually kind of hard to get a percentage because, uh, you know, my next deal might be $3,000 or $10,000. And, uh, you know, I'm going to invest everything but a thousand um, into to real estate. So, um, yeah, it's, I guess kind of hard. I save as much as I can, um, you know, so I, I kind of like the the fire movement, you know, save and invest as much as you can. Um, but at the same time, I don't think I'm ever going to retire. When I'm 75, I hope I can still put some deals together and partner with somebody on a 24 plex just for fun and give all the proceeds to a local charity or, you know, like it's, it's rewarding. I don't think I'll ever want to stop. So yeah, I don't think you will ever stop. I mean, with it, with this, <laughs> with this level of energy, man, my, my thoughts is just trying to catch you up. Like every time you just go in and that, that is <laughs> sure, awesome. sure. I, I love the vibe. I love the energy, man. So it's going to, it's going to take a long way, you know? So, mm -hmm. so, you know, coming to that, you know, to longevity of the business and uh, maybe you can share again, cause it's kind of a new year, you know, 2020, mm -hmm. it's a great number kind of started like very rough. I don't yeah. know why, but uh, you know, maybe you can give and share people, you know, share a couple of, you know, your business goals, what you're looking to accomplish, you know, this year. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I originally wanted to, uh, um, to triple my portfolio. And my wife said, uh, we are expecting our first child in June, um, a little boy. But uh, so I said, okay, well, maybe we'll just double the portfolio. Um, so, you know, currently at 23, um, going to get to 37, which isn't quite doubling the portfolio. Um, Want to increase the net worth about a hundred grand. Uh, I'd love to get um, about 24 uh, clients that are buying rental properties every single year. And uh, also want to go to a couple new zoos. Um, so yeah, kind of uh, increasing income net worth um, incrementally. And then also, you know, becoming a parent because uh, that's kind of important. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Definitely. So mm -hmm. coming from the social media standpoint, you know, like, cause yeah. again, it's kind of a selfish question because like we, again, as you guys know, like we talk to things, social media and real estate and social media, because I have, you know, personally a social media company where we work with mm -hmm. real estate people. And when I ask that mm -hmm. question, they, most of the time they just get confused. They're like, uh, so what will be like your platforms that you use like social media or could be even the softwares that you use just to make your like day-to-day -day business to run more smoother and just to attract more clients. Do you leverage that? Yeah. 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 So, um, I, probably spend too much time on Facebook, but um, I get a ton of clients from Facebook. Uh, I'm, you know, friends with the, the maximum. Button. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm friends with, uh, you know, 5,000 people on Facebook and, uh, wow. you know, I haven't met 3,000 of them, but then they see in the newsfeed, um, you know, I do a post every day, whether it's um, a video or picture or quote, um, usually about real estate and finance. Uh, and then I, 
couple times a week, I have people reach out in my local market and say, hey, this is really neat. Could you show me some rental properties or I'd like to partner on a deal? Um, so Facebook is huge for me. And then I also use um, Instagram, my handles like the rental agent with the underscores in between. Um, so it's kind of fun just to kind of specialize in that in that niche. So really Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and then I do the, the YouTube videos on that channel. Um, and so, yeah, those are the, the three that I utilize the most. Here you go. Here you go. Because, you know, I, I think in this, I don't think I know in this day and age is, is a must like for any business, it's, it's not even the real estate. Cause again, you know, mm -hmm. like particularly now what's going on in the market and that's coming back, you know, to having a downturn, like, mm -hmm. you know, like I know so many, you know, real estate syndicators, they, they raising capital on what you mentioned, like some of them are very new. And some of them are still mm -hmm. getting involved into the business, even though, you know, the, it's hard to find the deals and, uh, you know, the money's mm -hmm. there, but what's going to happen at mm -hmm. that time. It's, it's very simple. I mean, when people, when the market is going to go down, people are going to stop spending money. It's pretty, like you, you, you read mm -hmm. two, two shelves of a books about finance. So you already know, like that's going to happen. People mm -hmm. stop spending money. So when people are going to do that, people are going to sit at mm -hmm. home. They're going to order the takeaway instead of going to the, you know, this fancy barbecue place and having wine and whatnot. And they're going to sit at home, order the takeaway, turn on TV. And instead of watching mm -hmm. the TV, they're going to watch this. They're going to scroll Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, yep, and they're yep. going to look for something. Whatever they're going to, it's going to catch their attention mm -hmm. at that time. They're going to be like, whoa, maybe, look, maybe uh, we should consider right now selling or buying, you know, house or this fourplex or duplex with Andrew. Because yep. we just seen him, you know, mm -hmm. we've seen this great cool video or just a quote or a pick something that grabbed us atten attention. So yeah. it's a must. It's a must, definitely. So again, mm -hmm. you know, before we wrap up, I just want to say like big thank you, man. That was a kind of quick running yeah, yeah. gun interview, but you know, again, it's that that's the way Andrew handles things. I can I can sense that. Everything is yep, quick yep. With, with this man. <laughs> so again, maybe yep. you can share some of the social media platforms for people who wanna get in contact with you, just ask a few questions and just you know, if they want to buy something as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so my Facebook is uh, Andrew Adam, uh, no S, and then um, KW, that's my business page. Uh, and then um, the underscore rental underscore agent is my Instagram. Um, and then yeah, from those two, uh, we can uh, jump on a call, my phone numbers up there, um, uh, email, that type of thing. So yeah, um, I'd love to meet people for a coffee or beer in my local area, or uh, I'm telling people about the Sioux Falls market here in South Dakota. Um, you know, people will call and everybody wants to start investing here. So kind of a, a hidden gem that's not overheated, but we're growing like crazy. It's an awesome market. So here you go. Here you go. So all yep. the info is going to be down below for you guys. So get in contact with Andrew, ask some questions. Again, if you're looking to invest, you know, do your due diligence. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure you like you, cause you've been born and raised in, in, in this market in Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, so, I mean, this man knows the in, in and out, like everything, every square meter in there, he already knows it. So definitely <laughs> great vibe, you know, great, great vibe, you know, like you see knowledgeable, you know, like sharp. So definitely connect. This is one of the people you should get in contact and just connect with them and, and talk some real estate. So again, you know, just appreciate you being on the show. Guys, if you enjoyed the show as much as I did, that was a phenomenal man. Really appreciate Click the like, subscribe to the channel. Again, go and check it out. Andrew's YouTube, because he mentioned he, he got that one where he's dropping knowledge about real estate. And as always, I'm going to see you on the next episode. Thank you.